Welcome back, my fellow Shwoke Lords. What's going on? It's your boy, Shweezy, a.k.a. the Foreplay King. Uh, back at it again with another episode of Cancel Shweezy. This is the podcast I do instead of going to therapy. Welcome. I actually, I had a friend the other day. Uh, she, I guess she mentioned, I, I was in like a group chat or a Zoom chat. And she was like, well, I'm trying out a new therapist. So hopefully that goes well. And I made the joke. It's like, well, if the, the new therapist doesn't work out, you can always just start a podcast. And um, it's one of those people thought it was funny, but they didn't, you know, when like, something so funny and you're just like you're like so like you shake your head no so bad um that's how funny i am i'm so funny that you don't even need to laugh when i make a joke anyways thank you so much for checking out the show today uh this is gonna be our best episode ever i do say that every week but uh i say this it can only go up from here folks like it we can't go any lower like we we can only go up that's the kind of guy, this type of guy you're getting. I need to bring the soundboard back. I think I need to do that. Um, welcome to the show, everyone, though. Thank you so much. Um, go follow me uh, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, I am on uh, on all the streaming services, uh, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Tidal, uh, all of them. You can, I wonder if you can hear those kids in the background. And also, my camera looks crooked. I need to get a new little, like, desk tripod. This one, it's like one of those, like, adjustable arms, but I can never get it level or whatever. I think it's level now. Uh, but no, check me out. All my music is out there. Uh, uh, first part of the episode. Um, all of my music is out there. You know, just check it out. It's under Shweezy. Um, and then you can follow me on social media everywhere, at the Shweezy, except on... Um, Except on TikTok, where I'm at the Foreplay King. Maybe I should change that. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, nevertheless, I'll persist and keep going from here. Um, having a lot of fun here today. Oh, yeah. I guess I should start, like, telling people what I'm drinking. Uh, so, uh, Lighthearted Ale. Uh, here's the can. It's empty because I've been drinking it out of this uh, Boulevard beer glass, which apparently don't get Boulevard anyone, folks. They... They sexually harass women there, so do not do Boulevard. I probably should get new beer glasses because all of them say Boulevard on it. Um, but no, um, yeah, so I'm drinking lighthearted ale. Um, I'm about to go back dieting pretty hard, which basically means no beer. So I bought a six-pack just to, like, run it down and have some fun. Uh, anyways, though, uh, also what you can do is I stream video games on Twitch every Thursday and sometimes on Monday. I'm going to be playing Fortnite for a while. I've been having a lot more fun with that. I was playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, but there was a lot of nudity, and I would not like my Twitch account to get suspended. Uh, so playing a lot of Fortnite over there, maybe some, hopefully some Nintendo stuff, maybe some Pokemon, I don't know, I'm not sure. Uh, but Fortnite for the most part right now, it's just an easy, fun game for me to play, and uh, sometimes I do on Monday too. So, you know, every every day is a new adventure. So uh, there's that. Um, with Twitch, though, uh, there's two different buttons. So there's the follow button, which will notify you when I go live, and you can watch me when I go live. There's also a subscribe button. So typically a subscribe is around $5. However, if you have an Amazon Prime account, which I am sure you do, uh, don't be stingy, uh, you can connect it to your Twitch account, and you get one free subscribe a month, and why not? Subscribe to Daddy over here. Um, and uh, basically, if you don't use it, you basically give Jeff Bezos an extra $5 every month. And you don't want to do that. That's not cool. That's not it's not very cash money of you. So so go subscribe over there. Connect your Amazon Prime account. Uh, if you want to support the show even further, $5 a month, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon gives you ad-free episode of the show. Hopefully, we'll make some new tiers. 
in the future, but for now, that's what we're doing. Uh, but anyways, though, that's that's the kind of guy you're getting. Uh, but easiest thing you can do, like, subscribe, leave a review to this podcast on YouTube. So I know we got a lot of audio listeners. YouTube's a lot of fun. I do post the highlights of the show on there, too. So if you end up like, I don't think I want to watch a full episode. You can just kind of watch the highlights. Um, I think I try to post it. A couple of them get posted a week. I'll do it like one every day. And so that's this kind of, this type of guy you're getting. So uh, that's the easy thing to do. Leave a review. That helps everyone know uh, who, what the type of guy you're getting here. Um, and like that, you know, I really, you know, I really like that. So at least just follow me and leave a review. Do all the free shit, at least. Uh, at least don't be stingy there. But if you want to support me even further, I, I, I really like that. So um, that's all I have to say here. But yeah, go listen to my music too. Let's stream that, stream that shit. Um, so I can get that money, get those cents, dog. Um, nevertheless, you persisted. So it's time for previous week right now. Previous week right now is me going over, uh, the previous week in news right now. And, uh, I, I, I sift through all the news and bring it back to you. I also do not read these articles. I find the titles I think are funny. And then I copy and paste it into my my notes my script and then i read it because a lot of people only read the titles of articles and do not read the thing so we're we're, we're becoming smarter here folks uh, over here on cancel Sweezy in the Sweezy podcast universe we're becoming intel intelligent individuals watch my kansas trash mouth um all right here we go first up this is from comicbook.com um United States politicians shares love for Attack on Titan. All right, let's see. That's pretty cool. April 15th is anime day, and recently a United States politician has taken the opportunity to share their favorite anime series and the dark epic created by Hajima Isayama in Attack on Titan. The popular anime franchise has been in the news a lot recently, thanks in part to the story of the Survey Corps coming to a close in the pages of the series manga, which ended the story of Scout Regiment and the Nation of Marley over a decade after it had premiered in the pages the publisher uh, Kodansha Comics in 2009. Congressman Ted Liu is a representative for California's 33rd District, taking on... God damn it. Can I not talk today? Taking to social media earlier today to share his favorite anime is Attack on Titan. The story of Aaron Yeager and the other members of the Survey Corps was believed by many to be an allegory for many big issues within the real world, with politicians being one of the most prevalent. Though the series has come to a close within the pages of Hajima Isayama's manga, manga attack on titan anime will end early next year bringing to a close the anime series currently held by the creative minds at studio mappa uh, ted Liu took to his official twitter account to participate in anime day by sharing that the story of the nation of marley and the children of ymir uh, was the current favorite joining a ton of other anime fans was considered the tale of scout regiments to be a legendary within the medium my recommendation for best anime attack on titan Attack on Titan's ending has divided a number of anime fans, with many debating whether or not the final story of the Survey Corps was able to live up to the journey that came before, with the finale seeing Eren and his former friends in far different scenarios than we had seen in the previous three seasons of the anime. It currently has spurred plenty of conversations with the anime community. A sequel to Attack on Titan hasn't been announced, and based on the way the series ended, we aren't expecting a return to the world of the Eldians and Marleyans anytime soon. So, I 
I like Attack on Titan. I've been watching it. Um, no, I, I watch it in like chunks and then I have to like stop. It's pretty fucking intense. So this isn't necessarily a spoiler. But in the first episode, uh, uh, the main character's mom, uh, with a, a Titan, tight, like these Titans attack, he lifts up his mom, rips her in half, and then swallow eats her. So it's pretty. It's a pretty intense show. Uh, to be honest, with you. it's a good show though, but it's pretty intense. Like just like. Like these Titan, I don't know. It's like these Titans came to the world and they don't eat anything, but they enjoy killing and eating humans. It's super, it's super intense. So, uh, folks, it's a good show. I'm a big fan of anime because um, my life's just going downhill. That's why I like anime, and uh, maybe you can too. Maybe you can like anime along with me. Is it? Is it? Is it bad to like anime, or is it bad to be one of those kids in school doing the Naruto run? Because I remember that was bad. And it's like, you either make fun of people for watching anime while you also watch anime, or you get made fun of for watching anime. So those are the two the two wolves within all of us, folks. And that's all I can really say in regards to that. So um, everyone check out Attack on Titan. Um, it's a little intense, but uh, it's, it's a very, very good show. Very, very interesting. Very interesting world. So... That's what I have to say on that. So, that's the way it is. All right. So, so you folks, on this show, I always like to keep everyone up to date on uh, Garth Brooks. That's I. That's one of my. That's kind of one of the purposes of this show, just to update everyone what Garth Brooks is doing. Uh, very poorly, I do that. But though, and I also like to go on a trash website called Page Six, where such great hits as uh nicole kidman gives husband keith urban pedicures um such hints as that uh, um i can't remember any of the articles from page six but anyways it looks like we have a crossover episode today folks um today uh this is from page six it's a page six garth update which i never thought i would see this crossover episode happening but yet again here it is um Trisha Yearwood, my marriage to Garth Brooks can be difficult. So, apparently, being married to Garth Brooks can be difficult. This is from page six, the best journalist journalism ever ever made. Um, Trisha Yearwood's 15-year marriage to Garth Brooks has gotten stronger, but she admitted at times it can be difficult. We're both very independent people who run our own ships, and sometimes when two people are driving two big ships, it can be very difficult, uh, Yearwood told Us Weekly. Oh, so this is just like Us Weekly, page six is like regurgitating it. Uh, Yearwood said having to be together all the time during the pandemic was a bit of a wake-up call. For this past year, we were together all the time. I mean, we really are a couple who got married to be together, so we don't spend that much time apart anyway, she told the magazine. So it wasn't a huge change, but it was enough that there was really nowhere to go. Uh, with no physical separation in sight, the country singers had to learn about balance. Um, oh man, I don't, Trisha talks like a normal person. Uh, I think it was kind of navigating uh, how do we stay alpha, stay independent, do our own thing, feel like we run our lives, own lives, but be a couple. She explained, it's a balance where sometimes one person is running the ship and sometimes the other person is, and sometimes you're going to butt heads. But 56-year-old Yearwood added their marriage is now better than ever. It also may have gotten stronger after Yearwood battled coronavirus in February since 
she since has recovered fully from the novel virus. Uh, the longtime couple married in December 2005. Brooks, 59, was previously married to songwriter Sandy Mall from 1986 to 2001. The former couple share three daughters, Taylor, August, and Allie. Yearwood was married to Christopher Latham from 1986 to 1991, and Robert Reynolds from 1994 to 1999. So, uh, what do we have? Do we learn anything important? No. Uh, we just learned that uh, Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks live together and have to work out couples problems, like everyone. Um, is this news? No. Is um, is anything P- Page Six ever post news? Also, no. Um, is, does it give me content from my show? It absolutely does, and. Uh, what does it say about me? A lot of things, but uh, we don't have to get into my problems right now. That's not what I'm about, because I don't have to talk about my problems. Let's get into the next one. Here's one this is from Radar. Um, this one just makes, you know, this one's just weird. Uh, O.J. Simpson says Derek Chauvin deserved to be convicted for George Floyd's death as jury reaches verdict. Uh all right. O.J. Simpson says he believes Derek, Derek Chauvin used unnecessarily, unnecessary force when he killed George Floyd and should be held accountable. As the jury is set to announce their verdict, Simpson decided to release a video on Twitter, Twitter World, uh, discussing his opinion on the Floyd situation. Simpson started the video by speaking to his fans. He said, Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, today, we can't get away from this Derek Chauvin case. Hopefully, we will get a verdict soon. He spoke about the first time he saw the video of Chauvin with his knee on Floyd's neck. Simpson said it was clearly unnecessarily force uh, on the officer's part. No matter what side you're on, I think everybody will have to agree if those deputies and Chauvin would have gotten off of George Floyd, there was no chance George Floyd was going to get up and try to run. There was no chance he was going to get up and attack them handcuffed. Uh, it didn't seem to be his personality. It just seemed that the force was totally unnecessary. He added, he said he hopes Chauvin is convicted. I hope there's some kind of verdict, conviction. I think the man deserves it. To what degree you have to set, let the jury speak. Said the scandal-riddled ex-NFL star. In an, in the short clip, Simpson decided to defend Rep. Maxine w- Waters, who is being criticized for making comments about the Chauvin trial before the jury was sequestered over the weekend during a protest. Waters told uh, uh, others, "We're looking for a we're looking for a guilty verdict, and we're looking to see if all the talk that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd." Uh, she continued, if nothing does not happen, then we know that we got to not only stay in the street, but we have to fight for justice. The last line has caused an uproar with conservatives and lead to the judge presiding over Chauvin's trial to admit it could be grounds for an appeal. Simpson said, I understood what, <laughs> understood what she was saying. He <laughs> She was asking people to come out and vote, not be violent in the streets. In 1995, Simpson was famously acquitted of all criminal charges in the murder of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and Ron Goldman. His trial was the most watched event in television history. Here's the thing with this. Don't we all agree? Shouldn't we all agree with O.J. Simpson here? <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> that's the thing, though. You're like, you're like, okay, I agree with you, but remember, you killed two people. Um, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just that weird feeling on the inside. Like, like you know... 
Like you, you're. I agree with everything he says, but at the same time, I think the elephant in the room of oh yeah, you remember you killed two people. Remember that shit, OJ, Orenthal, James, OJ. <laughs> like it's just so weird. Like like obviously, I'm very happy Derek Chauvin, uh, gonna die in jail. Hopefully, fingers crossed. He dies, and uh, he. No one has to. We we set him as an example for. Uh, Cops need to stop trying to be bastards because all cops are bastards. I don't know a cop who's good. Now he's still a bastard. <laughs> so I, the only thing I can like really say here is uh, I agree with O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I guess, I, you know, we can't win them all, folks. Uh, we, we cannot win them all. That's all I have to say in the situation. I agree with O.J. Simpson. Okay. Last article I have, this one from CNN. This one's been uh, big in the news, which I have not done any research on this. I just copied an article. Like, like I say, folks, I just read the titles. Um, Demi Lovato apologizes for shaming frozen yogurt shots. This is from CNN. I'm going to finish off this beer, and then I'm going to start reading it. <sighs> All right. Demi Lovato apologized for after her complaints about a frozen yogurt shop caused a backlash from those wanting her to chill out. God damn it. God damn it. Somehow they always sneak one in there. Every episode, they sneak one in there. They just want her to chill out. Guy fucking, like the guy fucking stuck a pickle in his mouth. This guy's found himself in quite a pickle. Like, can we, can we, can journalism become professional again? Please stop with these fucking puns. They annoy me. Um... Wanting her to chill out. Uh, the singer and actress who has been open about her struggles with body image and an eating disorder posted a video Monday explaining why she slammed the big chill in Los Angeles over the weekend for promoting sugar-free cookies and other diet foods. I am very outspoken about the things that I believe in, Lovato said in the video. I understand that sometimes my messaging can lose its meaning when I get emotional. I am human. Lovato had used the Instagram stories on her verified Instagram account over the weekend to criticize the shop after spotting tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods there. Do better, please, she wrote along with the hashtag diet culture vultures, which she said she would be using to call out companies and brands that perpetuate a society that not only enables but praises disorders eating. The Los Angeles Froyo shop responded on their Instagram stories saying they carry a variety of products for people's dietary needs. The business also sent Lovato a direct message which she shared on her account. So, I don't, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess things got just weird. I think things got weird. Um, I've kind of like had to realize I'm, I'm getting ready to start dying again. I'm kind of let myself go a little bit. And for me, and for me, I'm getting to a point where I think I last year when I first started losing weight and tried to like change it. One, I I think it was health reasons, but two, I was like I was thinking like people. Like, women would like me more, and people would like me more if I was, like, thinner. And I've kind of changed that mindset on myself. Um, I'm going to speak for myself. I, I really think, though, you should try to be comfortable. You should want to be comfortable in your own skin. And a lot there's a lot of things you can't change about yourself. Like, I have massive fucking cheeks, so no matter how much weight I lose, I'm always going to have these massive fucking cheeks. So if you ever hear me saying the term clapping cheeks... I'm actually eating. I'm not having sex, folks. Um, but no, I feel like, you know, I've gained a little bit of weight. And I, don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily feel comfortable in my body anymore. And I feel like, you know, with things like that, if you don't feel comfortable in your body, but it's something you actually can easily change, go for it. I'm like, just make, lose weight for yourself. And the dieting and stuff like that, just lose it for yourself. Um, and, you know, a lot of, I mean, 
Demi Lovato, apparently she she's thick with two C's, um, but she's also stuff like she has stuff from eating disorder and stuff like that. So it's not like sometimes diet culture can be bad. The only thing I can say, I feel what I'm trying to say is I'm probably gonna like get chewed out for this, but lo- if you're gonna lose weight, um, do it for yourself and do it for literally no one else. Do it for you. Um, also, but also like don't get so fat that you're unhealthy because if you if you're having health problems because of your weight, uh, stop that shit right now folks we i don't know i think i i don't sleep as good and shit like that so anyways though um yeah that's what i'm gonna say about this um but anyways thinking about this um first of all it's los angeles so you know everyone has a scale in their bathroom um you know los angeles is probably big on that um but yeah i guess they're like they have sugar-free cookies and other diet foods i mean here's the thing though like people like they're trying to stay in like when you're healthily trying to stay in shape obviously eating disorders is a totally different thing like i know like i found like keto ice cream and like stuff like that sugar-free cookies and stuff like that it's a way to like you know treat yourself but not like get yourself you know if you're trying to get on ketosis like keep yourself kind of keep going and you know that way you have like a treat and something you know want to eat like you know and like it's like this rebel ice cream was like first of all it's really good but it's like very much like heavy whipping cream uh, over ice cream, but no, it's really good, um, and it's, like, seven grams of carbs, or whatever, you know, shit like that, you know, like, sometimes you want to treat yourself, but not, like, feel guilty afterwards, but anyways, when we're talking about, like, eating disorders, um, yeah, that's the problem, and I, I have to think, though, I think about this, I've just, like, kind of realized a lot, because eating disorders are a lot more in women than in men, obviously, I probably eat too much, uh, I think that's probably my eating disorder, uh, but, you know, when you think about that, like, the, the eating disorder, I feel like there's probably a lot more women out there who have eating disorders than, like, you'd like to believe, like, like, I'll, you know, I'll just browse my Instagram, and I'll see, like, these models, they don't look like they're working out all the time, but I'm like, I think you might have an eating disorder, like, you've seen them, like, kind of, like, in a healthy way, and then, like, super skinny, I'm like, there, there's no way, I mean, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's a good thing, I'm saying it's, eh, I don't know, I think, you know, and we have to normalize what realistic bodies actually look like, not like, oh yeah, if you have six pack abs, that's 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 the only way you can look healthy. I'm like, no, no, I don't think like you can have a little bit of body fat and still be healthy. Like it's not like a not like a problem. People just gotta we gotta like I don't know. We need to make like a normal body type. And I know like there's the the fat shaming shit or whatever. I'm like, look, like it's there's nothing wrong with the body, but if your body's causing you health problems and there's an easy that's the fix to it, you gotta you gotta go that way. So, I guess I'll have to say, everyone's, the show's called Cancel Sweezy, I don't know what the fuck you guys were wanting, like, I disagree with everything you just fucking said, I'm like, then, okay, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Video games can be expensive. Most start at $60 with new consoles such as the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. New games are even starting at $70. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there you're only going to play once and then never pick up again. I know I bought some games that are now just collecting dust on a shelf in my home. 
Uh, that's where Gamefly comes in perfect. A Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done with them, just send them back, and uh, they'll send you the next one on your queue. Uh, and if you end up loving the game, last thing you can do is buy it at the best use price possible through Gamefly. Using our link in the description, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're trying to lose some extra pounds or staying healthy, you understand how big of a deal working out is. Now, getting the most out of your workout is important to not only me, but many others out there. Are you wanting to gain muscle, lose weight, or even gain some energy to get the most out of your workout? FNX Fitness is here for you. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Folks, I really tried. I really, I really tried, but I could not. Remember last week I told you, maybe I should watch. I didn't know I was pregnant. I watched the first episode. I couldn't watch any more of that, folks. Folks, it's too so there's not enough dopes so basically you kind of get the gist of it after uh, a couple episodes in you you kind of you kind of get it you kind of i got it from the first episode what this was about every episode is probably gonna be the same just different stories so one type of woman um sometimes they're just like they have like weird just like weird periods like weird menstrual cycles or whatever like Sometimes you can go two months without a menstrual cycle or something like that, some weird medical condition. And then some people are just fat and dopes. And um, I, I just couldn't do it, folks. I'm sorry. I I know you come to me for the all the cringe you see on uh, I cringe I watch on television. That way you can get it and not have to watch it. But, folks, I could not. I could not get through that, dude. It was – it's – it's ugh. – Ooh, it's 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 a bruise. I don't know how they made it like a couple seasons in. I, I can't believe there's that many people who didn't know they were pregnant. Honestly, uh, first of all, that's this kind of thing. I, I kind of compare it to Little People, Big World, the show with the little people. I'm not gonna say the M word, folks. I'm not gonna say the M word. Okay. Like I tried watching that show, and it's kind of like they're normal people. They're just like small. Like that's the only thing about it. it's like, um. Are you actually an interesting person? No, we're just small. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you, you watch like one episode. I was like, okay. So I guess they live just like everyone else, and uh, that's basically it. And uh, that's why I, I can't watch those shows, like Seven Little Johnstons or whatever they're called. Uh, I can't. I can't watch those shows because it's basically like, it's basically like watching a TV show. My parents, but if my parents were small, like the only the only thing with like little people, it's like you may do a double take when you first see one, and then it's like, oh, okay, now uh, the magic's worn off. <laughs> Folks, the, the magic's gone. And I'm like, want me to find some lep? Want me to find your gold at the end of the rainbow? Oh, you don't have that? Okay, and then, then that's. I mean, that's it, folks. Um, 
I highly recommend do not try to watch that show. It just, it'll make your brain hurt, folks. It will make your brain hurt. Okay, let me, let me take a sip of some. Uh, second, second of the lighthearted ale from Bell's, I think it's called. I haven't drank beer. I don't really drink craft beer anymore. I was like, I'm going to get some craft beer. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, I got it. All right. So time for a movie review. I haven't done a movie. God damn it, my packages. Hold on. Let me itch this thing real quick. Like try to like rearrange your arm to scratch your own back. Okay. So here's the thing. So came to my mind to review this movie. I had to watch it in two parts, folks. It's a it's a long one. Uh, Les Miserables. Um, the reason I chose Les Miserables because there's a funny TikTok of uh, Ben Shapiro uh, singing Stars from uh, Les Mis. And uh, I think if I play it, I will get copyright struck. So I'm not going to play it. However, let me see if I can remember how it says. So, Dear Ben, as I'm learning ethics, I'd like to get an input on where you stand when you steal a piece of bread to feed your family. Why or why not? And he's like, well, I can only answer this in musical form. There, out in the darkness... A fugitive running, running from God. And basically like that. So I was like, hmm, maybe, you know, I've had, okay, so I know a bunch of songs from Les Mis. And uh, I even had to learn a couple. My friend Caleb was like, apparently like he, they were singing like some Les Mis songs at the, his uh, senior recital. And they had wanted to get the group together. He wanted all four of the uh, our vocal professors at the school to join in on him. Uh, three of the four did, and I was like, you know, I can just I can sing that part too. And uh, it was a uh, it was the uh, Newt's Commander part in uh, One Day More. So I learned it, and then he's like, we're not going to do it. I'm like, fuck you. Sorry, Caleb. I love you, buddy. Um, so, anyways, um, let's get into it. I have all my notes down. Like I said, I had to watch this in two sessions. It's like two and a half hours. Um, I watched the 2012 version with uh, Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe and the other people. Um, so I actually, Les Miserables, translated into English, is The Miserable. So the more you know, and uh, knowing is half the battle. So uh so anyways, let's just kind of, I'm going to kind of go through the movie, see if I react to everything. Uh, so you first get introduced to Jean Valjean, or Hugh Jackman. I'm going to be calling him John, or Jean Valjean, because you can't say Jean. I'm like, you call him Jean, maybe. Jean Valjean, or uh, I'm gonna, probably going to call him Wolverine a lot throughout this thing. Um, so it looks like you, know, like you start the movie off with him just getting out of prison, uh, for stealing bread to feed his sister, I believe, or something like that, and his sister's kid. Um, it was initially five years, but he tried to escape a couple times and ended up being 19 years uh, for a piece of bread. So he finally escaped, but he's on, like, parole for his entire life and shit like that, and he's like, this man is dangerous. He stole a loaf of bread. This man is going to kill you if he finds you because he stole a loaf of bread, which is very good commentary today with all these fucking weed people in jail for weed and then like white people in california are like here's weed yoga with goats i'm like okay folks there's literally people going in jail right now for for that shit and you're just like oh we're gonna have a little fun with our weed so um basically he ends up like he's trying to find a place to stay and i guess no one wants him to 
stay there. So, uh, but eventually a monastery is like, hey, buddy, you can stay here. And uh, basically, basically he's trying to sleep and he's like, I'm going to rob the monastery. So he gets robbed. Then the police catch him, have him return it. And then the the priest guy's like, hey, um, you actually, those are actually his. And guess what? Here's some other things for him to sell it. And he's like, with this new thing, my child, you want to, you need to start a new life. And he does that. And so, um, like, apparently in the real musical, like, he's ripping up his probation card. And it's supposed to be to, like, the beats of, like, the orchestra. And they just did not do that in the movie. Apparently the movie, the fucking music in the movie was just not a good idea. Because they tried to do it live, but there wasn't, like, an orchestra or, like, a pit. I think it was, like, one person with a piano. And, like, you just, like, you just hear it's off. Like, everyone in the movie is, like, a really good singer. But, like, it's, like, very off. Like, it's kind of like, the only way I can do this in, like, a recording idea is that, um, so say, like, okay, I'm going to sing, there out in the darkness, a fugitive running, running from God. Like, they take that, just me solo singing with no, like, reference music in the background. Then they add the music on top of that. Like, it's a little... I mean, they can do it, but it's not the best option when, like, they should have just recorded it properly in the studio um, and fixed everything there. Because there's a lot of, just the music is a lot of problems. Like, the, they're all great singers and shit like that, but then they can't sing. Then, like, they just make it, like, sound off-key and shit like that. And, like, these are really good singers. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, so then he has, like, that change of heart. Flash forward to eight years later. A lot of flash forwards for some reason in this movie. Um, so Jean Valjean is now the mayor and I think his name's like, I can't remember the name. It's something like a Madeline or something like that. Very, something very feminine. Like that, that's not a man's name. Okay. Uh, and so Jean Valjean is now the mayor of this town. He owns like a factory where, uh, a lot of women works. He actually does run it. And then he like runs to Valjean, no, Javert, Russell Crowe. Making movies, making songs, fighting around the world. Russell Crowe. Um, and, you know, they run into him and like, hmm, you remind me of this guy who broke his parole. I was like, oh, I wonder who that could be. Um, and then you meet Anne Hathaway, uh, who uh, was working in the factory, but then they find out she has a child. And for some reason, that goes against, like, company policy to, for her to have a child, even though it does not affect her work at all. She just sends the money to the child. Very, It's a very weird situation. I don't get it. And then so she gets fired from the job, ends up having to be like a prostitute and shit like that. She has to be like a prostitute and they cut her hair and pull out her teeth for some reason. I don't, I don't know how I don't know how you get to that. Prostitution makes a little sense. I'm like, oh, you just – it's different for women. But like for some reason, someone's like, I will give you $500 to have sex with me. I'm like, I'll probably do it. Like, we'll probably do it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Um, but it's different for women. I'm aware, folks. So calm your tits. Um, like I know the Javert is very, uh, very aware that it's, uh, oh, it looks like it's, uh, I thought you remember me of this guy, uh, from prison that broke his parole. I was like, oh, who got to be? Um, so yeah, she joins prostitutes and, uh, oh yeah, she tries to protect herself from a dude. And then, like, the cops are about to arrest her. But then, luckily, Wolverine's there to make it like, nah, she's good. And something like that. So, I guess everything's okay. Um, yeah, so basically like that. Like, this movie's, like, really really weird to follow. 
It's like, it's very we- hard to follow. I, it's just, me explaining it just sounds stupid. And I'm, and I don't know if I'm doing it justice. I might be making it sound a lot better than it is. Um, uh, and then, then, uh, Javert is like, you know what? I thought you were that guy, but it turns out I was wrong. It looks like they caught him. And so they caught the wrong guy. And, uh, they thought Jean Valjean, uh, they knew he wasn't the real one. So, uh, so he has like this inner conflict with him and he's like, you know what? I'm going to confess. And I'm, I'm like, I'm the real Jean Valjean. Even my number two, four, six, so one, uh, just like that. So it was like that. And then all of a sudden he goes to Anne Hathaway's deathbed. Um, what is she dying from? I don't know. Did the movie explain it? No. Do they sing it in songs in random spots too? No, she, she's just dying. And then I guess Jean Valjean on her death was like, I will take care of your daughter. And then she dies. And then Javert walks in. She's like, I'm dying. And it's like, if you're under arrest, Jean Valjean. Um, and then they have the little confrontation song, which I think me and Josh are going to have to recreate sometime. I'm obviously Jean Valjean, and he is uh, uh, Javert. And, uh, and he's like, just give me three days to save the child. No. I'm going to arrest you now. Um, and then he escapes. And then uh, ends up uh, going to the place Co- Cosette is a slave at. And uh, turns out the, the pub she's a slave at is from uh, is owned by Borat and Bellatrix Lestrange. And so he's like, I'll pay him off. And then the kid's mine. Because that's how childhood, that's how that works. Um, so then eventually, now Jean Valjean uh, has a child, but he's also on the run from Russell Crowe at the same time, and I guess, uh, but like the, oh yeah, they ran into the guy that Jean Valjean like saved, a guy was like stuck under a wagon and he like saved him from it, uh, and then like, I guess they escape somehow and Javert's no wiser. And then he sings the there, the Ben Shapiro cover. There out in the darkness, a fugitive running, running from God. And I'm like, yeah, it's the song. <laughs> it's the song. Ah. Okay, so that's and then ends in there. And so I guess they're slightly running. Oh yeah, and then uh, Cosette doesn't know any 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 of. Uh, uh, Wolverine's backstory the whole time. Like you learned that I learned that at the end of it. Like, she didn't know anything. They're always like running away from Javert and like she just didn't know what was going on. Okay, that's a little plot hole in the movie. Um, so yeah, we flash forward another nine years where Cosette turns into uh, Karen from Mean Girls, and um, so the the French people are like, we're gonna start a revolution, uh, led by a child with the thickest British accent in France, leading the French Revolution. But also, didn't they mention in it, like, there was already the French Revolution, so they're doing, like, another French Revolution? Is that what's going on here? Um, I don't know the history. Like, I remember, I know the French Revolution's, like, churches and, like, the wealthy is too rich and the bottom people were just being shit, so they killed the king. Um, sounds about right to me, and that's how I, I go through history. Um, but, you know, then uh, Newt's commander shows up, and Karen from Mean Girls, love at first sight. Um, uh, yeah, so, and then, yeah, Bellatrix and Borat try to, like, swindle money off Wolverine, but they're like, oh, we remember you, and then they see Javert, and they're like, we gotta leave. But Karen from Mean Girls is like, I love Newt's commander, and then they sing cheesy love songs to each other. Not in the room. 
not a, not a very good love story, folks. I don't like this love story. Love at first sight. Um, any reason why? I don't know. But Newt Scamander and Karen for Mean Girls, folks. And they, they were the actual ones who performed the best in the movie. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Wolverine thinks Javert is onto him. So, uh, that he takes Karen for Mean Girls and they're like, they need to leave. Um, but, yeah, like I said earlier, Karen's panties are all wet from Newt Scamander. So, uh, and then there's like this other chick who is actually on the broad, like the actual uh, Lame Is show. And uh, she's in the movie and the chick. But I love Newt Scamander too. And that goes nowhere. It's this, the love story in this movie is not good, folks. It's not good at all. Um, but, and then they eventually, before the, for my friend's Caleb senior title, then they sing the song. And that's when I learned I was the Newt Scamander part in the whole thing. And he was a uh, Javert cause he wanted to say like nip it in the bud. Cause he wanted to say, butt. <laughs> uh, so it's like, so then like eventually the second French revolution starts. Like I said, I don't know. There's a second one now, apparently the sequel is the sequel better than the original folks. Shrek. Maybe. Um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Then Javert's hiding incognito, trying to little sneak in, a little sneaky snake on the uh, on all the people in the and uh, the the rebellion. I'll call them the rebels, and then the uh, bootlickers. I think that's what I'm gonna call um, these two. So they find out. Well, eventually, they find out Javert is not is working with the bootlickers and disguising with the rebels, and so therefore they tie him up and that way lock him up fast. So. And so, like, eventually, uh, Newt sends a letter to Wolver- to Karen, but Wolverine gets it. And she's like, oh, this guy's in love with her. And uh, then, like, he goes down to, like, oh, I'm gonna help- I'm here to help you guys. Like, you a spy? And then he shoots uh, one of the bootlickers. And I'm like, I guess you're on our side now. You want to kill Javert? <laughs> They're like, sure. And then Javert's like, you know what? You know, Javert, I'm a better person now. You You met me. You're chasing down the old me. The old me who is uh, a thief and a bad person. But I have changed now. And while I do this, I'm going to let you go free, Javert. I want you to know the mercy that I've given you today because now I am a better person and I don't want to take your life. And so you hope Javert is like, realizes like, you know what? People can change. And uh, not just because he's not a bootlicker doesn't mean he can't be a good person. Um, not necessarily. Um, and then, like, Wolverine discovers Newt Scamander's, like, singing about uh, Karen from Mean Girl. He's like, that's the guy who wants to bang my adopted daughter. Um, and then, basically, uh, oh, yeah, and then, like, the, basically, that's then everyone starts to die soon. And so, like, the the child with the thick thickest British accent, I'm like, oh, you like when I and I can, and I can eat the fish and chips and I, and, like, he dies. Like they just, they just fucking, the bootlickers just fucking shoot him plain sight, just boom. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, cause he was like, I'm going to go Leroy Jenkins on him, go full throttle. But now the big ass fight scenes, everyone gets shot, even Newt, but Newt is not dead yet because Wolverine is there to save him. So they take him through the sewers. Great. I'm glad, glad we got to see that on the big screen. Uh, and then Javert shows up and he's like, I'm going to arrest you. And I'm like, didn't he just save your fucking life? Uh, and then eventually, he's like, I gotta save this man. And Javert's like, eventually just drops the gun. He's like, you know what? You can go free. I'm a better person. Uh, even though he still wants to arrest him, but he spared his life. 
Um, but he, you know, like I said, he ends up driving the gun. He ends up doing the right thing. But then he just up, just ups and kills himself for some reason. Like, buddy, you you decide to not arrest someone, and you're like, you know what? My whole life is ruined. <laughs> and so you just fucking kill yourself. Um, I don't think that was the best course of action, buddy. Um, so eventually, everyone's then Newt sings a song about how all his friends are dead. <laughs> And then Karen from Mean Girls joins in, too, and he's like, you're going to be all right. And then, oh, yeah, and then, like, Wolverine gets to, gets, has to tell Newt the story. It's like, look, I was, I was in jail for 19 years for stealing bread. Do not tell Cosette. And uh, he's like, I, I promise you I won't. But then, like, you think about, it, like, they've been running for, like, the past, like, decade. Um, how does she not know what's fucking going on? Oh, no, we have to run again. This guy's after him. For what reason? I do not know how. Just kind of stupid. And so basically that happens. And then eventually they get married and shit like that. And then uh, they find out from Borat where uh, Wolverine is. He went to a monastery to die. And then uh, they do their, like, deathbed shit. And then Anne Hathaway, the ghost of Anne Hathaway, is there to lead Wolverine into the afterlife which is like everybody on a ship singing a song together about the revolution. Um, and you can see everyone who died in the whole movie. It was, it was very great. And, and like you guys see everyone who died, except Javert. He didn't get to go to boat heaven. He got to die in boat hell, I guess. I don't know. Didn't sing a song, a song. And all I can like, and I'm a, I'm a Frenchman, or whatever. Um, nevertheless, though, all I have to say, though, Lemons is a movie. Folks, uh, the 2012 adaptation was not good. Um, a lot of great, a lot of great actors and actresses, a lot of great musicians, but folks, it took a lot for me to like try to understand what the hell was going on the entire time. And uh, I mean, that's all I can say. Like, um, it's just a very confusing movie. Some great songs in there, but then there's a lot of songs that don't need to be in there. It's like they're just like ha- talking, having dialogue, and then they start singing. Where is Cosette? I need to know what Cosette is. I need to know. I'm like, okay. It's kind of like, kind of like two forms of like a standard musical is like, you have your dialogue and shit like that. And then you bust into the song. And then there's ha- musicals like Hamilton. That is just music the entire program. This um, could have gone with the first one. Like there are some songs that could have been cut. Um, the story could have been, a lot, the story could have been cleaned up a lot better. Um, it's way too long. Uh, and uh, it doesn't need to be that long. Um, that's all I have to say. Um, would I ever watch this again? Maybe. I may watch an older version, but I'm not going to watch that version again. It's way too long. And I had to sit through... If I had to sit through two sessions to watch a movie, I, I can't imagine it's that good, folks. So, nevertheless, though, I persisted. And uh, those are my thoughts on Les Miserables, or translated into English, The Miserable. We've been going through this pandy for over a year now, and any responsible human would groan at the idea of leaving your home. Why should you have to leave your home to buy alcohol either? That's where Drizzly comes in handy. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. I use Drizzly at least once and sometimes twice a week, and it's 
so easy that going to the liquor store is a thing of the past. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that provides it to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description gets $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our link, you directly support this show. I live alone, so cooking can become very sad when cooking for one. That's why I order food from local restaurants often because I know they're struggling and I know I don't have to cook when I'm feeling depressed. That's why I absolutely love DoorDash because they have been my food savior during this pandy. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you crave directly to your door with over 300 thousand partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery. Download the DoorDash app from the link in our description. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, it's time for another Ask Shweezy. Ask Shweezy is uh, a segment where I answer all your relationship problems and solve them for the most part. Um, If I don't solve them, you didn't do it right. So if you have a question you want to ask me and want me to fix your problems, you can always email the shwedcast at gmail.com. Be more than happy to help you out there. Well, let's just get right into it, folks. Let me figure out what's going on in your lives. And, uh, yeah, that's all I can say. Let's just get going. Remember, like, if a half burp come out? There we go. There's the real burp. Like, right into the mic. Sorry, folks. Um, my fiancé doesn't fancy me anymore. You know it's. Uh, you know what country that's from? Uh, hello, I'm a bit upset at the moment. My fiancé worked abroad a lot. He has only started to work abroad when we got our house together. By coincidence, I'm a bit gutted because I thought getting our house was going to be awesome and full of memories. But most of my time I've spent here has been by myself. Uh, when he comes home, I'm excited because I can get the affection I don't have when he's not here and get it back. I like being complimented and being touched, but... Doesn't happen much. When he's working, he eats out a lot, so never really wants to go out with me here, and he's very tired. Sometimes we'll only have a few days together before he goes off again, and most of it is him resting. I'll try to wear sexy clothing he doesn't notice, try to come on to him and he rejects me, or even jokes about me trying to be sexy. It upsets me because there was a time where he couldn't get enough of me, but now I feel like a nuisance. I've tried talking to him, but he says sorry, he's, he says he's sorry, and nothing really changes. I'm a bit of a loss at this point. I don't want to lose a secure relationship, but right now I feel like his mate, who he has banter with, and not much anymore. Um... So that's a very good question. Um, so, um, communication is probably the best thing. Um, however, I'm not here to fix that problem. I'm here to help you with real problems. Um, one thing I think that may work in your favor, sometimes, like, if you change up your appearance slightly, like, not drastically, like, slightly, like, a new haircut, um, uh, you know, try on a new, something new, you know, like, get bangs or whatever. Sometimes, like, doing, like, something very little, 
kind of excites a guy because that way he's like, hmm, now I'm with someone else. Like he's used to you looking like that. Um, but you know, changing up your looks a little bit could could come in handy. Don't drastically change yourself. That's ridiculous. But you know, sometimes like that, you know, like uh, like switch your like you get bangs and or you cut your hair short. And you're like, oh, I'm with a new, I'm banging a new chick right now. Sometimes it'll be like showing. Also, the sex thing. I never get why like some people are like, yeah, we only have sex like four times a year. I'm like, I could go like seventy two hours or whatever if I'm in a relationship. I'm like, if we're living together, like we're doing seventy two hours. Like, it's a good milking schedule, folks. Um, but that's my opinion. Everyone's like, well, we we, don't, we just don't conform to your standards, Sweezy. Oh, so you conform to the wrong standards? Is that what you're trying to tell me that you don't conform uh, to the right standards, the Sweezy standard? The Schweig standard, the Schwander. No, that one doesn't work. Um, also, like when he's home, um, I don't know why people don't like just like look. Even if we're not that into it, like let's have sex. We're gonna have sex, even if neither of us really want to do it. We just gotta, you know, pump it along. You know, sometimes doing that works. Um, sexy clothing. Um, is it sexy to you, or is it? generally sexy to all men. Some women are like, I, I wore this pantsuit that I thought was really cute, and he didn't notice. I'm like, no, that's not attractive to a man. Um, so maybe, maybe, I maybe need more contact on that. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess he, he doesn't, he rejects you too. That's, that's a problem. Um, yeah, I think you might have to force some sex in there. Not like the bad kind of force. Just like, look, we need to have sex right now. Or maybe just start with the blowjob. Oh, no, that's actually a good idea. Um, just start giving him a blowjob, but don't let him finish. It's going to be hard, and then he's going to be like, you got to finish inside me, buddy. That's a good idea. I, I'm going to, that's a good idea. Can't believe I just thought of that now. So, um, best thing to do, communication's the first thing. Um, maybe change up your appearance a little bit, not drastically, like a little bit. Um, but the Hail Mary, I would say, yeah, would be the, uh, start giving him a blowjob, but don't finish him, and then then he'll have to finish with you. So, there we go. That's the way it is. All right. Next one. Is she disgusted with me? I can probably get that. Why is my nose? My nose literally always itches every time I do this podcast. I don't know what it is. Um... Is she disgusted with me? Ugh, I can't stop thinking about this, and I'm having a hard time why this happened. It just breaks my heart. So you see, I have a good friend of mine that avoids me on extreme lengths because of her best friend teased us as a couple. I'm a lesbian, and she's straight, I guess. Uh, she has never had a romantic relationship with anyone. This best friend is insinuating I have a thing for her all the time, which I don't know why she assumed that. Now she's upset. She won't talk to me, won't say a word, even avoids to look at me. Uh, can you say that she's disgusted with me? Thank you. Anything will help. So, I don't think she's disgusted with you. I think disgusting, disgusted is the wrong term. Um, looks like you may actually need to have a conversation and be like, look, I ain't trying to fuck. I just want to be friends. Um, which is like, you know, it's a weird thing. I always think about that too. It's like, cause men generally like, 
it's typically, you know, like men have their close friends are men and then women, their close friends are women. But then like when you're like gay or a lesbian, it's like, um, so if you're a lesbian, can your only close friends be men or what's the sitch? What's the sitch, Wade? Um, I was like, itch my nose for the umpteenth time. Um, I think you have to, I guess someone's like, oh, you're a couple. I'm like, shut, tell them to shut the fuck up because that's not a thing. Um, uh, yeah, you probably just need to have a conversation. Look, I'm not insane. I don't have a thing for you. I, I just like you as a friend because you can have, you can have friends of the opposite sex um, or the same sex. You can have all types of friends. You can have, what is the opposite of non-binary? Binary, is that it? But like, my gender's not like, I'm, I'm binary. That's my gender. <laughs> I don't know anything, folks. I don't know why you're coming to me for intelligent thoughts, but I am smart with relationships. So, um, yeah, I guess you're just going to have to have an actual conversation uh, and not just ignore the problem until it goes away. I mean, I am the king. Well, I'm the king of foreplay. I am a, I'm a master at just ignoring a problem and hope it goes away. Uh, that's the, cat, this type of guy you get. Um, so I, I can't imagine she's disgusted with you. Um, disgusted would mean when I first read, she disgusted with me. Like I thought you were just really smelly and had bad hygiene, but no, I don't think you're using the word correctly. So, uh, keep, keep on keeping on, I guess. So my nose itches for the millions. All right, here we go. This is a good one. Squirting insecurities. Uh, my boyfriend wants me to squirt, but I can't. I tried to explain to him that my body can't do that, and porn makes things seem a lot more possible slash common than they actually are. I know some women say they can, and I believe them. It's just not something that happens to me, and now I'm feeling quite insecure about my ability to perform in bed. What should I do? Um, yeah, uh, buddy, you gotta, you gotta stop believing porn is real. It's not real shit. <laughs> it's like... Uh, Batman's on the TV. It must be real. <laughs> like, no, Batman's fake too, buddy. Um, and uh, a little fun fact for everyone: uh, squirting in the porn, um, for the most part, is just piss. And um, so, yeah, when you see that, they drink like apparently, from what I've heard, and this is what I've heard from actual porn stars, they'll drink like two bottles of like Pedialyte or something like that. And then just, it just piss, it's piss, and it do, apparently doesn't smell bad, it smells like Pedialyte, whatever, god damn it, why is my nose always so fucking itchy when I do this, am I just talking too much? Um, so yeah, you're gonna have to explain to him that squirting's, not a lot of people can actually squirt, um, but some people can, I'm gonna be honest, I've never been with someone who squirts, but, um, if they did, I'm gonna be like, please tell me you didn't just fucking fucking pee on me. Please tell me you didn't pee on me. Uh, and pray it wasn't pee. Um, uh, to fix your problem, um, like my boyfriend wants me to squirt, but I can't. Um, look, you're just, you could just pee on him. I guess, I mean, you had to tell him like, look in porn, it's, it's actually piss. Like that's what it actually is in porn. It's piss. It's not actual squirting. That's why you see like some girls, like you'll, you'll find if you watch, a porn stars multiple videos. There's one video where they squirt, and then a lot of them where they don't. So it's pee, it's pee, it's fucking piss, buddy. So um, if he if he would like, just be like, look, in porn it's piss. If you want me to piss on you, um, 
you figure out your life problems from there. So figure out your life problems from there. And then, um, yeah, that's all I can really say about squirting. Uh, is that squirting? Um, a lot of times, I remember I had to explain to explain to to a woman, as a friend. So don't worry. Um, what reverse bukkake was, <laughs> and like, she was like so confused. Like it's like I don't even, because I guess not a lot of people squirt. Um, but uh, she was like, I don't even know how that would be possible. <laughs> Just like shit like that. <laughs> We're explaining reverse bukkake. Um, I'm not going to explain it. Actually, well, I will explain it here. Reverse bukkake. So regular bukkake is when a bunch of guys nut on one woman, like 10 plus guys. Um, reverse is a woman squirting on a man. That's reverse bukkake. And uh, I hope your kids are listening because I want them to ask you, Dad, what's reverse bukkake? <laughs> um, anyways, though, so... um. Squirting, it's just piss. So if you if you really want to stop having arguments, just pee on them. Um, best thing I can tell you, buddy. Um, let's move on to the next one. My girlfriend insists on a key to my place. Okay. Uh, she stays over almost every night but pays rent elsewhere. She likes to run errands or jog in the mornings. I get my energy later, and she's good to go at sunrise. We've dated for 1.5 years, and we're friends for three. Uh, however, instead of waking up to lock the door when she leaves for errands, she wants a key. She suggested hiding the current key under a rock if I'm not ready. I don't mind her waking me up, but she hates asking. I guess I'm just looking for perspective and solutions. Um, yeah, I don't know why you're, you're having a big deal about her having a key to your place. Like, wouldn't that just be convenient because she's coming over anyways? It's like, say like you're out, you know, you're out, um, somewhere and you're not home, but she wants to come over to your place and like, just have her have a key. I I feel like that's just a little bit more convenient. Like you still not plan on living together. Like just give her a key. I don't know what the fucking big deal is. Making a big deal out of everything, you know? And if you break up, she can just give it back. You've known each other for like, I've been dating for a year and a half. I'm like, done a lot worse for a lot less, folks. Just be like, give a key to girl. I'm like, you know what? I want you coming around here more often. Please, uh, please come around here, you know? It's not, it's not rocket science. It's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you're already paid. Okay, so yeah, I don't know, um, I guess you have to, I'm, I'm making you think here, what are your doubts on giving her a key to the place? What's the reason, what's your internal reasoning why you don't want to give her a key to the place? Because it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, and making a copy of a key is not that hard. And it's so not hard that they just create kiosks now for that shit. So, um, you are probably overreacting in this situation. Uh, she's right. Everyone loves it when I say the woman's right. Um, but yeah, she's right. I don't know why she's having a, why you're having a big deal. I mean, I guess she's coming to your place more than hers, I guess. So, yeah, I think don't overthink that shit, buddy. Just give her a fucking key. And that way she can just come over whenever she wants. And, but if you're cheating on her, that's not a good idea. Do not give her a key if you're cheating on her. Um, I also encourage you to don't cheat. Don't cheat. No, just watch it sleeping. Uh, that's a good song. I like that. Um, let's go to the next one, folks. Um, 
My friend stopped being friends with me after getting a boyfriend. Uh, me and my friend were really intimate and close at one point out of a time a year ago, but originally she got a boyfriend who does not like me, and not to mention, we all work together. Her boyfriend, I think, has been jealous of me for a long time, but ends up getting with her. I am fine with it. I always thought dating a coworker would, wouldn't work and complicate things. Are you both? Yeah. God damn it, my nose itches. Um, granted, while we were friends, it was similar to friends with benefits, but we never had sex. We talked about it, but never happened. Uh, we exchanged nudes. She let me touch her body and play with her, and we talked about talked about so much for hours every day. Now, since her boyfriend hates me and she has told him about our past and seen our sexual texts, he is uncomfortable with her talking to me. I understand us not being able to spend as much time together or talk every day. I don't need that much attention. But now we can't really text outside of work. She can't hang out with me. She won't go get coffee with me at work. No more lunches at work. And when she walks by at work, we don't really speak that much anymore. Uh, this boyfriend won't let her interact with me. And if she does, he gets really upset and it ruins their night if they talk about it. She decided it would be best to not talk anymore because of the great relationship they have. I really don't like... I really don't like how I am being treated, but what can I do? We all work together, but it sucks that someone that used to be my closest friend who I told really deep stuff to can't even speak to me without feeling guilty. I just can't keep trying to put effort in making things work if she is willing to tr willingly trying to interact with me less because this boyfriend feels uncomfortable with it. I don't know what to do. Um, I haven't really tried to talk to her in a few days, but it feels really bad just letting go of a friend, uh, but it also really feels like she never valued me as a person or a friend, and it makes me feel so bad. I just feel so bad. I don't have many people to talk to. Maybe that's why I'm trying harder to not let her go. Anything would help. So, yeah, buddy. Um, Her boyfriend's jealous, and she doesn't, you know, like, you, 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 you kind of give off the vibe of an ex-boyfriend to her. That's what it's really sounding like. If I can get my nose to stop itching. Or like 10 minutes so I can do this. Um, but no, um, yeah, she's thinking of me as a boy. Like, he probably sees you as like an ex-boyfriend. And you've like basically had, basically dry humped each other. Um, so yeah, basically from what it looks like is... Uh, he thinks of you kind of like an ex-boyfriend. Now, you have to put yourself in the shoes. You're dating a girl, and, uh, who's really in touch. Imagine him, be in his shoes. Just, all I can say is be in his shoes and think about the situation. Um, um, he's probably worried a little bit. Um, worried and a little jealous of him. Um, and I don't know why he never just wanted to date her. I don't know what's the problem. Co-workers, I'm like, well, get a new job. <laughs> I don't know. Um... But, you know, the situation, yeah, so we talked about it, but it never happened. How do you, how does that happen? I don't know. You're not the king. You're not the foreplay king like me. Um, so, yeah, he, he probably makes him uncomfortable being around because he probably thinks, like, you're trying to be boyfriend, girlfriend, too, and shit like that. I understand where this guy's coming from. Like, he, he's just a little nervous. He probably trusts her, but at the same time, it's like... He probably doesn't trust you. That's the problem. Like, a lot of times with, like, issues, like, sometimes with jealousy issues, like, 
you can trust your partner, but you can't trust that other person in the situation. That's I think that's going to be the real problem that you have there, buddy. So, what the advice I can do? Um, well, you could try to break them up, and then you can start dating her. That's a thought. I mean, that's going mean, to be the best idea I can give you uh, this present time. Um, maybe just do that. I'm just be flicking with my nose the entire fucking episode, folks. Um, anyways, um, so yeah, if you're exchanging nudes with someone, yeah, there's, yeah, do you, do you hear yourself when you're saying all this? Just, yeah, the only thing I can say is just put yourself in his shoes, dude. And that's the only thing you can say. I was like, she let me play with her body, play with her boobies. Honk, honk. I don't think I've ever touched a boob and not gone honk honk. <laughs> How old am I? What's my age again? That's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 27 like me. Um, so yeah, buddy, you just got to put yourself in his shoes and uh, figure that shit out. All right, here we go. Another one. Ah, women having problems. I can help with that. Uh, getting mixed signals from a guy. What does this mean? So I have been talking to this guy for the past three-ish weeks, and we've become pretty good friends. He's a really sweet guy, and I enjoy talking to him. But he is sending me mixed signals, and I'm not sure what to think slash do. On one hand, he keeps bringing up fun activities we could try together, and last night on FaceTime, he even told me he'd drive to my house to pick me up and take me out of town to go on a hike together. He asked me if I wanted to go on a walk, go longboarding together, try to class at the gym, etc. Uh, he also sometimes seems to be trying to keep the conversation going. If it gets a little dry, he might bring up something completely different to start a new topic. We FaceTimed twice for over an hour past midnight, and he could have left whenever he wanted to, but I was the one who decided to leave both times because it was getting late. Okay. Uh, however, we've made plans to FaceTime twice, once after each call. Once we agreed, he'd call me in the morning whenever he was ready, which he never did, and once this morning to watch the sunrise at the sun... At the time of making the plan, he seemed really enthusiastic, and he really didn't sound like he was just throwing the idea out there. He sounded like he was actually going to do it. I called him this morning, but he didn't respond, and he didn't contact me for the entire day. He left me on open on Snapchat during our FaceTime last night, which he initiated, and he saw my Snapchat story, but never sent me anything back. So I know he was on his phone. I just don't know why he is ignoring me. There were also lots of opportunities for him over the past weeks to continue a conversation that he never took. Uh, I want to be friends with him, but I don't know if he wants to talk to me, and I don't want to be clingy. If he was interested, he would not forget to text me back and blatantly ignore me, but when, why would he ask me to do all these fun activities, stay up late talking to me? I am not really sure how to feel, and I don't know what to do. Okay. So, as I come in through the complex infrastructure known as the male mind, um... I think what he's trying to do is keep his options open. Like I talk about the problem with dating these days is like we keep treat dating like internet shopping. Like we're always trying to look for the best deals. And, you know, sometimes you don't see the good deal in front of you. And uh, I think he's trying to keep his options open. I, he just ghosted you for an entire day. Um, maybe he maybe was talking to, he was with someone else, maybe. I, I think there's... 
I think he's just kind of like weighing his options. Like, I don't think you're the only one. I don't think you're the only girl. When you say you're like 17, yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, you're probably not the only girl in his life. Um, he's probably just keeping his options open, seeing what's his, what's the best offer and what's the best uh, situation for him. And uh, he's going to go with that. Because that's the type of guy you're getting. Um, but yeah, no, the blatant ignoring thing. Um, let's see, what what would I do in that situation? So if a woman, I was texting a woman, I was really into her, then all of a sudden I decided to stop. Um, there's probably, yeah, there's probably someone else. I think there's someone else in his life. Buddy, sorry to hear about. Sorry to tell you that, but uh, it sounds like there's someone else in his life, and uh, it could have been probably not you. But don't don't worry. He probably does not see the valuable piece of ass that you are. And uh, one day you're gonna find someone who likes your ass and your tits, and want to make it the only ass and tits for the rest of his life. Because men, we always have to learn. That. There's plenty of tits out there, but there's always one pair of tits that you want to spend the rest of your life with. That's how that's how we need to live life. Live life 365, whatever they say. Um, but remember, um, yeah, it sounds like there's someone else. And uh, I would say um, keep your options open as well because uh, you shouldn't just be uh, doing that shit. Um, there we go. We still got, we still got more. We got more to come, folks. All right, so yeah. Next question. My girlfriend thinks I'm cheating. Last night I text my girlfriend goodnight. I love you. Sleep well and sleep. Autocorrect to L. Uh, she thinks I am cheating now. I tried to tell her I am not, and it was autocorrect, and she won't listen. Um, bitch might be a little bit crazy. Um, but however, like if you, you gotta. I, I'm just an idea of like trust in a relationship where you shouldn't have to. It's like what, you know, like fucking conservatives say to black people about the cops. If you don't do anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. Um, kind of shit like that. I think that better applies to cheat, like anything cheating. Like, I don't know. I've been in relationships. Like, hey, can I see your phone? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. I'm, like, I'm going to find some gross shit. But uh, it's up to you. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you can't prove any reason why and also... Do you know anyone named Hell? That's another thing. Um, dude, that, that is pretty rough, though. Sleeps with another woman's name. Oh, man, that's rough, buddy, dude. Um, but yeah, if, she, if she's refusing to understand, um, probably a little too crazy for you, bud. And uh, you should probably ignore that shit. You should probably ignore her. Um, and probably probably not going to work out, buddy. Uh, sounds a little crazy. But yeah, I mean, no, you should always, you should prove... Uh, should always just prove like that you're not cheating. I have friends like they have their on their iPhone like their uh, locations shared with each other. I think like if you have, like I said, if you have nothing to hide, if you have nothing, you're not doing anything wrong. You don't have anything to worry about in a relationship. That's just plain, plain and simple, don't you see? Um, so yeah, if she if she refuses to listen and like you continue to prove that you're not cheating. Bitch might be crazy. That's all I can say. All we can say. <sighs> all right. <clears throat> Next question I got here. 
I laughed at my boyfriend when he tried to be sexy. Uh, we were in his room and laying on his bed. He said that he wanted to try something and play a song for me that he'd been working on and grabbed his guitar. He started playing an acoustic version of Don't Ya by the Pussycat Dolls, replacing girlfriend with boyfriend. For those that don't know, the song says, Don't you wish your girlfriend was high like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Uh, I'm physically attracted to him, but he's not hot in that he doesn't have the sex appeal of this song. I'm basically teaching him how to have sex because I'm his first partner. He wears glasses and quotes Harry Potter. I laughed at him, but I didn't mean to be malicious or mean. I, it was just the idea of the nerdy boyfriend singing this incredibly salacious song that was funny. It was endearing for sure, but not sexy. Is he mad at he is mad at me about it. We are still talking, though. And how do I explain my thoughts, reasonings to him? Part of me feels like this is just an, apo an apology slash reassure situation. Here's the thing with that. I could never... That song's not like a very serious song. Don't you wish your friend was high like me? Like, no one sings that seriously. Like, that's a stupid song to be serious about. Um, why? That's the question. Why did you think that that would not be funny? Like, you were trying to be serious, play that song. That's not a song you play to get girls. I, I know a lot of them, but to be honest with you, uh, girls don't like that shit. Uh, you're like, they do it in the movies, but yeah, you know, Ryan Gosling... Uh, was dangling from a fucking Ferris wheel. Like, if you don't go out with me, I'm going to kill myself. Um, and guess what? If you did that in real life, no one would like that. Uh, it's, the, it's like the things in movies. That, it's like movie things are romantic, but then you do them in real life, and it's like, this is creepy. Oh, you're outside my window playing a song for me. Okay. Um, not creepy at all. But uh, but no, it's a, uh, you know, I, you have to, you know, look. That song is supposed to be funny. That song is supposed to be funny. So you doing it makes me feel funny. And you have to reassure that he's the, that you're attracted to him. And maybe, maybe just suck his dick. Maybe that, that might be... A, I, I swear, though, like, 50% of problems with, like, women have with men or, like, when a man's mad at a woman can be solved by her sucking his dick. I, I have to imagine, like, that's a good way to solve a problem. I'm just saying... 50%, 50%, I think, could solve it. Like, look, I'm so sorry. Let me make it up to you. Got deep throat that shit, baby. Um, also, I don't know why the fuck he thinks that song's... He wears glasses and quotes Harry Potter. I, I probably like the guy. I mean, I don't want to have sex with him, but that's for my own sexuality purposes. Um, but uh, no, I feel like he probably should explain to him, look, that song is not sexy at all. And uh, you want to try to do a real song that could be sexy, I might like it. But that is not a sexy song. And stop that shit immediately. Play Wonderwall or some shit. I don't know. Maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. And after all, you're my wonder woman. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Don't You Buy the Pussycat Dolls is not a sexy song to sing to a woman. Lady, fellas, if I can teach you anything today, do not sing that song to a woman. Uh, her vagina will dry up very quickly. 
Looks like we got our last question, and I, I really did say the best one for last, folks. I really say the best one for last. Coming from a former uh, ex-evangelical, uh, former Christian, might have some of the same beliefs still. I don't know. Um, a girl sat on my dick, and he put D underscore underscore K in youth group, and I want to ask her out. <laughs> Dude, I I just I, I before I even start reading this, I I just know like the teenage the teenage boner, like you just she just slightly like accidentally rubs like you pass someone and she accidentally like rubs your pants and you're like swing, you know that 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 situation. And dude, youth group and church situations, like, it's happened to me. Don't worry. It's happened to me, folks. But, like, when you're a teenager and they're like, don't have sex, and then they're like, here, hang out with the girls. <laughs> and I'm like, um, all right, let's just get in. Let me, let me solve this problem for you, buddy. Uh, this isn't anything serious, but something that's just a little weird that happened at youth group that's been a little awkward slash nerve-wracking since, and I'm probably overthinking it, but here goes nothing. Our church's youth is partnered with Young Life, and we have two different meetings tonight. The first is something called Campaigners, which is a Bible study on Monday nights with Christian songs and relatively serious. Then, on Wednesday, we have something called Club, which is where we play a bunch of party games and sing a few secular songs and still have a message, but is more game-oriented. One of the games we played is where everything began. Three boys take a knee on the ground next to each other and four girls are selected to play a ring around the rosy as a song plays and once it stops they have to tackle one of the guys and the girl who is left out is eliminated from the game well i was selected in this game for my second time ever and when the music stopped one of the girls tackled me and landed on my and it's censored dick for a few seconds before quickly hopping off i could tell that she noticed by how she jumped off and how i was stunned i don't think anyone else noticed but the two of us definitely did and she just sat there for a few noticeable seconds before hopping off well and i know it sounds too good to be true and honestly there are a decent amount of really pretty girls in our group but the girl who tackled me is really pretty like really really pretty and i kid you not i had my eye on her from like the beginning when i first started attending she's also a cheerleader and she's a few months younger than me and we don't usually talk but we've sometimes locked eyes contact during the meeting and one of the only things she's gone out of her way to say to me was that she likes how i sit on two separate occasions when i cross one leg over the other during meetings and to make matters better, my dad is a deacon and doesn't really want me dating until I'm older, but he knows her parents. I didn't know her until, like, the youth group. Uh, and they sometimes talk when I get picked up and they get along well, and I know I'm probably overthinking, but could I have a shot here? I've never had a girlfriend or anything before and never asked anyone out before in my life either, but I get super nervous whenever I'm around here, and I know I'm probably rationalizing since I could have just been the closest one for her to tackle when the music stopped, but I'm open to brutal, brutally honest advice on if I have a shot and how to go about it or not, maybe soon. But I have club tonight, but I'm gonna not going to do anything today, and if I am, I'm considering next week, assuming I can muster up the courage to try. Um, okay, buddy. Um, I, I understand your pain. Um, what she needs to do, don't just fucking ask her out. You, you've had, like, two conversations with her. So, you know, calm down. Calm down there, bud. Um, um, 
Now you get her phone number and like just start talking to her because I'm like you got you still fucking start talking to her and I don't know if your parents want dating or anything or whatever, but uh, it sounds like yeah, typical Christian parents. I don't think my parents cared about me dating. I think they just wanted grandchildren really bad. Um, I think they still want grandchildren really bad. Um, so yeah, um, let me think about what the best thing I would do here. Um, yeah, don't go full throttle into this thing, dude. Uh, get her phone number and just start talking. Start a start a friendship, start a friendship with her, and then um, and then see where it goes from there. Also, if you don't think you're confident, fake that shit. Just pretend to be confident. Then she might like it. But uh, sat on your dick, maybe that's a hey. Remember that time you sat on my dick? Good times. Want to go out sometime? <laughs> um, yeah, no, man. Um, um, act act confident. Get her phone number and just start chatting and be friends um you do not know her at all so you need to be friends with her you might you might learn that she's awful and is a terrible human you could also learn that there's a lot of things you can learn in life and uh yeah so only thing i would say here is don't just go full throttle into this shit uh get her phone number and let be friends first and if you can be friends then being boyfriend and girlfriend's the best and nevertheless i persisted in my in my journey here today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cancel Sweetie. That's where we're gonna end it. Things for today. And uh you like the show, make sure you press the subscribe button wherever you're watching slash listening to the show. Uh questions, comments, or concerns can go to the Schwedcast at gmail.com. Follow me everywhere at the Sweezy and the Foreplay King on TikTok. Subscribe, like, follow, and subscribe on Twitch. Five, your uh, Amazon Prime account can uh, get you a free subscribe, and uh, five dollars a month also gets you on Patreon. So thank you all so much for listening today. I'm out. Um, as I always say, honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Pray for Hey there, my fellow Shwoke Lord. Thank you so much for finishing that episode. It means a lot to me. If you want to support the show even further, check us out on Patreon, where you can get ad-free episodes of all my shows. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and stay awesome.